The Anniversary by Anton Chekhov. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Anniversary. Characters. Kuzma Nikolaevich Kielin, the bank's aged bookkeeper. Read by Algie Pug. Shibuchin. Read by Peter Tucker. Tatiana Alexievna. Read by Elizabeth Clad. Natasha Fodorovna Mirchutkina. Read by Christine G. A director of the bank. Read by Lucy Perry. Narrated by Abai. The action takes place at the bank. The private office of the chairman of directors. On the left is a door leading into the public department. There are two desks. The furniture aims at a deliberately luxurious effect, with armchairs covered in velvet, flowers, statues, carpets, and a telephone. It is midday. Kirin is alone. He wears long felt boots and is shouting through the door. Send that to the chemist for fifteen kopecks worth of valerian drops, and tell them to bring some drinking water into the director's office. This is the hundredth time I've asked. Goes to a desk. I'm absolutely tired out. This is the fourth day I've been working, without a chance of shutting my eyes. From morning to evening I work here, from evening to morning at home. <coughs> and I've got an inflammation all over me. I'm hot and cold, and I cough, and my legs ache, and there's something dancing before my eyes. Sits. Our scoundrel of a chairman, the brute, is going to read a report at a general meeting. Our bank, its present and future. You'd think he was a gambetta. At work. Two, one, one, six, naught, seven. Next, six, naught, one, six. He just wants to throw dust into people's eyes, and so I sit here and work for him like a galley-slave. This report of his is poetic fiction, and nothing more, and here I've got to sit day after day and add figures. Devil take his soul! Rattles on his counting frame. I can't stand it. Writing. That is, one, three, seven, two, one naught he promised to reward me for my work if everything goes well to-day and the public is properly put into blinkers he's promised me a gold charm and three hundred roubles bonus we'll see works yes but if my work all goes for nothing then you'd better look out i'm very excitable if i lose my temper i'm capable of committing some crime so look out yes Noise and applause behind the scenes. Shpuchin's voice. Thank you, thank you. I am extremely grateful. Enter Shpuchin. He wears a frock coat and white tie. He carries an album which has been just presented to him. Shpuchin, at the door, addresses the outer office. This present, my dear colleagues, will be preserved to the day of my death, as a memory of the happiest days of my life yes gentlemen once more i thank you throws a kiss into the air and turns to hirin 
my dear my respected kuzma nikolaevitch all the time that Shpuchin is on the stage clerks intermittently come in with papers for his signature and go out hirin standing up i have the honour to congratulate you andrei andreevich on the fiftieth anniversary of our bank and hope that thank you my dear sir thank you warmly shakes hands i think that in view of the unique character of the day as it is an anniversary we may kiss each other they kiss i am very very glad thank you for your service for everything if in the course of time during which i have had the honour to be chairman of this bank anything useful has been done the credit is due more than to anybody else to my colleagues oh yes fifteen years fifteen years as my name's shipuchin changes his tone where's my report is it getting on yes there's only five pages left excellent then it will be ready by three if nothing occurs to disturb me i'll get it done nothing of any importance is now left splendid splendid as my name's shipuchin the general meeting will be at four if you please my dear fellow give me the first half i'll peruse it quick takes the report i base enormous hopes on this report it's my profession de foi or better still my firework note the actual word employed my firework as my name's shipuchin sits and reads the report to himself i'm hellishly tired my gout kept on giving me trouble last night all the morning i was running about and then these excitements ovations agitations i'm tired two naught naught three nine two naught i can't see straight after all these figures three one six four one five uses the counting frame another unpleasantness this morning your wife came to see me and complained about you once again said that last night you threatened her and her sister with a knife kuzma nikolaevitch what do you mean by that oh oh hirin rudely as it's an anniversary andrei andreevitch i'll ask for a special favour please if it's only out of respect for my toil don't interfere in my family life please oh yours is an impossible character kuzma nikolaevitch you're an excellent and respected man but you behave to women like some scoundrel yes really i don't understand why you hate them so i wish i could understand why you love them so pause the employees have just presented me with an album and the directors as i've heard are going to give me an address and a silver loving cup playing with his monocle very nice as my name's shipuchin it isn't excessive a certain pomp is essential to the reputation of the bank devil take it you know everything of course <laughs> i composed the address myself and i bought the cup myself too well then there was forty-five roubles for the cover of the address but you can't do without that they'd never have thought of it for themselves looks round look at the furniture just look at it they say i'm stingy that all i want 
is that the locks on the doors should be polished and the employees should wear fashionable ties and that a fat hall porter should stand by the door no no sirs polished locks and a fat porter mean a good deal i can behave as i like at home eat and sleep like a pig get drunk please don't make hints nobody's making hints what an impossible character yours is as i was saying at home i can live like a tradesman a parvenu and be up to any games i like but here everything must be en grand this is a bank here every detail must be imponirum so to speak and have a majestic appearance he picks up a paper from the floor and throws it into the fireplace my service to the bank has been just this i've raised its reputation a thing of immense importance is tone immense as my name's shiputin looks over hirin my dear man a deputation of shareholders may come here any moment and there you are in felt boots wearing a scarf in some absurdly coloured jacket you might have put on a frock coat or at any rate a dark jacket my health matters more to me than your shareholders i've an inflammation all over me but you will admit that it's untidy you spoil the ensemble if the deputation comes i can go and hide myself it won't matter if seven one seven two one five naught i don't like untidiness myself seven two nine uses the counting frame i can't stand untidiness it would have been wiser of you not to have invited the ladies to today's anniversary dinner oh that's nothing i know that you're going to have the hall filled with them tonight to make a good show but you look out or they'll spoil everything they cause all sorts of mischief and disorder on the contrary feminine society elevates yes your wife seems intelligent but on the monday of last week she let off something that upset me for two days in front of a lot of people she suddenly asks is it true that at our bank my husband bought up a lot of shares of the Triatsky Priatsky bank which have been falling on exchange my husband is so annoyed about it this in front of people why do you have to tell them everything i don't understand do you want them to get you into serious trouble well that's enough enough all that's too dull for an anniversary which reminds me by the way looks at the time my wife ought to be here soon i really ought to have gone to the station to meet the poor little thing but there's no time and i'm tired i must say i'm not glad of her that is to say i am glad but i'd be gladder if she only stayed another couple of days with her mother she'll want me to spend the whole evening with her tonight whereas we have arranged a little excursion for ourselves <laughs> oh my nerves have already started dancing me about they are so strained that i think the very smallest trifle would be enough to make me break into tears no i must be strong as my name's shiputin enter tatiana alexeyevna shiputin in a waterproof with a little travelling satchel slung across her shoulder ah in the nick of time darling runs to her husband a prolonged kiss we were only speaking of you just now looks at his watch 
Tatiana Alexeyevna, panting. Were you very dull without me? Are you well? I haven't been home yet. I came here straight from the station. I've a lot, a lot to tell you. I couldn't wait. I shan't take off my clothes. I'll only stay a minute. To Hirin. Good morning, Kuzma Nikolaevich. To her husband. Is everything all right at home? Yes, quite. And you know, you've got to look plumper and better this week. Well, what sort of a time did you have? Splendid. Mamma and Katya send their regards. Vasily Andreevich sends you a kiss. Kisses him. Aunt sends you a jar of jam, and is annoyed because you don't write. Zina sends you a kiss. Kisses. Oh, if you knew what's happened. If you only knew. I'm even frightened to tell you. Oh, if you only knew. Oh, but I see by your eyes that you're sorry I came. On the contrary, darling. Kisses her. Hirin cuffs angrily. Oh, poor Katya. Poor Katya, I'm so sorry for her. So sorry for her. This is the bank's anniversary today, darling. We may get a deputation of the shareholders at any moment. And you're not dressed. Oh, yes, the anniversary. I congratulate you, gentlemen. I wish you... Oh, so it means that today is the day of the meeting, the dinner. That's good. And do you remember that beautiful address which you spent such a long time composing for the shareholders? Will it be read today? Hirin cuffs angrily. Shpuchin, confused. My dear, we don't talk about these things. You'd really better go home. In a minute, in a minute. I'll tell you everything in one minute and go. I'll tell you from the very beginning. Well, when you were seeing me off, you remember I was sitting next to that stout lady and I began to read. I don't like to talk in the train. I read for three stations and didn't say a word to anyone. Well, then the evening set in, and I felt so mournful, you know, with such sad thoughts. A young man was sitting opposite me. Not a bad-looking fellow, a brunette. Well, we fell into conversation. A sailor came along then, some student or other. I told them I wasn't married, and they did look after me. We chattered till midnight. The brunette kept on telling the most awfully funny stories, and the sailor kept on singing. My chest began to ache from laughing. And when the sailor— oh those sailors when he got to know my name was tatiana you know what he sang onegin don't let me conceal it i love tatiana madly note from the opera evgeny onegin words by pushkin roars with laughter <laughs> hirin cuffs angrily tanya dear you're disturbing kuzma nikolaevich go home dear later on no, no, let him hear if he wants to. It's awfully interesting. I'll end in a minute. Sereitsa came to meet me at the station. Some young man or other turns up, an inspector of taxes, I think. Quite handsome, especially his eyes. Sereitsa introduced me, and the three of us rode off together. It was lovely weather. Voices behind the stage. You can't. You can't. What do you want? Enter Merchutkina, waving her arms about. What are you dragging me for? What else? I want him myself. To Shpuchin. I have the honour, Your Excellency. I am the wife of a civil servant, Natasha Fodorovna Mirchutkina. What do you want? Well, you see, Your Excellency, my husband has been ill for five months, and while he was at home, getting better, he was suddenly dismissed for no reason, Your Excellency. And when I went to get his salary, they, you see, deduced twenty-four rubles 
thirty-six kopecks from it. What for? I ask. They say. Well, he drew it from the employee's account, and the others had to make it up. How can that be? How could he draw anything without my permission? No, Your Excellency, I am a poor woman. My lodgers are all I have to live on. I am weak and defenceless. Everybody does me some harm, and nobody has a kind word for me. Excuse me. Takes a petition from her and reads it standing. Tatiana Alexeyevna to Hirin. Yes, but first we... Last week I suddenly received a letter from my mother. She writes that a certain Grendelevsky has proposed to my sister Katya, a nice, modest young man, but with no means of his own, and no assured position. And unfortunately, just think of it, Katya is absolutely gone on him. What's to be done? Mamma writes, telling me to come at once and influence Katya. Excuse me, you've made me lose my place. Angrily. You go talking about your mamma and Katya, and I understand nothing, and I've lost my place. What does that matter? You listen when a lady is talking to you. Why are you so angry today? Are you in love? Shpuchin <laughs> to Merchutkina. Excuse me, but what is this? I can't make head or tail of it. Are you in love? Aha, you're blushing. Tanya, dear, do go out into the public office for a moment. I shan't be long. All right. Goes out. I don't understand anything of this. You've obviously come to the wrong place, madam. Your petition doesn't concern us at all. You should go to the department in which your husband was employed. I've been there a good many times these five months, and they wouldn't even look at my petition. I'd given up all hopes, but thanks to my son-in-law, Boris Matveitch, I thought of coming to you. You go, mother, he says, and apply to Mr. Shiputin. He is an influential man and can do anything. Help me, Your Excellency. We can't do anything for you, Mrs. Merchutkina. You must understand that your husband, so far as I can gather, was in the employ of the Army Medical Department, while this is a private commercial concern, a bank. Don't you understand that? Your Excellency, I can produce a doctor's certificate of my husband's illness. Here it is. Just look at it. Shputin irritated. That's all right, I quite believe you, but it's not our business. Behind the scene, Tatiana Alexeyevna's laughter is heard, then a man's. Shputin glances at the door. She's disturbing the employees. To Merchutkina. It's strange, and it's even silly. Surely your husband knows where you ought to apply. Your Excellency, I don't let him know anything. He just cried out. It isn't your business. Get out of this. And... Madam, I repeat, your husband was in the employ of the Army Medical Department, and this is a bank, a private commercial concern. Yes, yes, yes. I understand, my dear. In that case, Your Excellency, just order them to pay me fifteen rubles. I don't mind taking that to be going on with. Oh, Andrei Andreevich, I'll never finish the report at this rate. One moment. To Matutkina. I can't get any sense out of you, but do understand that your taking this business here is as absurd as if you took a divorce petition to a chemist's or into a gold assay office. Knock at the door. The voice of Tatiana Alexeyevna is heard. Can I come in, Andre? Shpuchin shouts. Just wait one minute, dear. To Merchutkina. What has it got to do with us? 
if you haven't been paid as it happens madam this is an anniversary today we're busy and somebody may be coming here at any moment excuse me your excellency have pity on me an orphan i am weak defenceless woman i am tired to death i am having trouble with my lodgers and on account of my husband and i've got the house to look after and my son-in-law is out of work mrs merchurkina i no excuse me i can't talk to you my head's even in a whirl you are disturbing us and making us waste our time <sighs> aside what a business as my name's shiputin to hear him kuzma nikolaevich will you please explain to mrs merchurkina waves his hand and goes out into the public department hirin approaching Metrutkina angrily what do you want i am a weak defenceless woman i may look all right but if you were to take me to pieces you wouldn't find a single healthy bit in me i can hardly stand on my legs and i've lost my appetite i drank my coffee to-day and got to no pleasure out of it i ask you what do you want tell them my dear to give me fifteen roubles and a month later will do for the rest but haven't you been told perfectly plainly that this is a bank yes yes and if you like i can show you the doctor's certificate have you got a head on your shoulders or what my dear i'm asking for what's mine by law i don't want what isn't mine i ask you madam have you got a head on your shoulders or what well devil take me i haven't any time to talk to you i'm busy points to the door that way please matutkina surprised and where's the money you haven't a head but this taps the table and then points to his forehead what offended well never mind never mind you can do that to your own wife but i am the wife of a civil servant you can't do that to me herein losing his temper get out of this no 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 none of that if you don't get out this second i'll call for the hall porter get out stamping never mind never mind i'm not afraid i've seen the like of you before misa i don't think i've ever met a more awful woman in my life oof it's given me a headache breathing heavily <sighs> i tell you once more do you hear me if you don't get out of this you old devil i'll grind you into powder i've got such a character that i'm perfectly capable of laming you for life i can commit a crime i've heard barking dogs before i'm not afraid i've seen the like of you before hidden in despair i can't stand it i'm ill i can't sits down at his desk they've let the bank get filled with women and i can't finish my report i can't i don't want anybody else's money but my own according to law you ought to be ashamed of yourself sitting in a government office in felt boots enters putin and tatiana alexeyevna tatiana alexeyevna following her husband we spent the evening at the Bereznitsky's. katya was wearing a sky-blue frock of foulard silk cut low at the neck she looks very well with her hair done over her head and i did her hair myself she was perfectly fascinating Shputin, who has had enough of it already yes yes fascinating they may be here any moment your excellency Shputin, dully what else what do you want your excellency points to hirin this man this man tapped the table with his finger and then his head 
You told him to look after my affair, but he insults me and says all sorts of things. I'm a weak, defenceless woman. All right, madam, I'll see to it, and take the necessary steps. Go away now. Later on. Aside. My gout's coming on. Hidden in a low tone to Shpuchin. Andrei Andreevich, send for the hall porter, and have her turned out neck and crop. What else can we do? Shpuchin frightened. No, no, she'll kick up a row, and we aren't the only people in the building. Your Excellency. Hidden in a tearful voice. But I've got to finish my report. I won't have time, I won't. Your Excellency, when shall I have the money? I want it now. Shpuchin aside in dismay. A remarkably beastly woman. Politely. Madam, I've already told you, this is a bank, a private commercial concern. Be a father to me, Your Excellency. If the doctor's certificate isn't enough, I can get you another from the police. Tell them to give me the money. <sighs> Tatiana Alexeyevna to Matutkina. Mother, haven't you already been told that you're disturbing them? What right have you? Mother, beautiful one, nobody would help me. All I do is eat and drink, and just now I didn't enjoy my coffee at all. Shpuchin exhausted. How much do you want? Twenty-four rubles, thirty-six kopecks. All right. Takes a twenty-five rouble note out of his pocket-book and gives it to her. Here are twenty-five rubles. Take it and go. Hirin coughs angrily. I thank you very humbly, Your Excellency. Hides the money. Tatiana Alexeyevna sits by her husband. It's time I went home. Looks at watch. Oh, but I haven't done yet. I'll finish in one minute and go away. What a time we had! Yes, what a time! We went to spend the evening at the Berezhnitsky's. It was all right, quite fun, but nothing in particular. Katya's devoted Grendelevsky was there, of course. Well, I talked to Katya, cried, and induced her to talk to Grendelevsky and refuse him. Well, I thought everything settled the best possible way. I've quieted Mamma down, saved Katya, and can be quiet myself. What do you think? Katya and I were going along the avenue just before supper, and suddenly, and suddenly we heard a shot. Oh, no, I can't talk about it calmly. Waves her handkerchief. No, I can't. Tatiana Alexeyevna weeps. We ran to the summer house, and there, there, poor Grendelevsky was lying, with a pistol in his hand. No, I can't stand this. I can't stand it. To Matutkina. What else do you want? Your Excellency, can't my husband go back to his job? Tatiana Alexeyevna, weeping. He shot himself right in the heart. Here. And the poor man had fallen down senseless, and he was awfully frightened as he lay there and asked for a doctor. A doctor came soon and saved the unhappy man. Your Excellency, can't my husband go back to his job? No, I can't stand this. I can't stand it. Stretches out both his hands in despair to Hirin. Drive her away! Drive her away! I implore you! Hirin goes up to Tatiana Alexeyevna. Get out of this! Not her, but this one! This awful woman! Points. That one! Hirin, not understanding, to Tatiana Alexeyevna. Get out of this! Stamps. Get out! What? What are you doing? Have you taken leave of your senses? It's awful! I'm a miserable man! Drive her out. Out with her. Out of it. To Tatiana Alexeyevna. Oh, I'll cripple you. I'll knock you out of shape. I'll break the law. 
how dare you running from him he chases her you impudent fellow andre help andre stop chasing them i implore you not such a noise have pity on me out of this chasing merchutkina catch her hit her cut her into pieces stop i ask you i implore you little fathers little fathers little fathers help help oh oh i'm sick i'm sick jumps onto a chair then falls onto the sofa and groans as if in a faint hirin chasing merchutkina hit her beat her cut her to pieces oh oh little fathers it's all dark before me ah falls senseless into shpuchin's arms there is a knock at the door a voice announces the deputation the deputation reputation occupation get out of it steps devil take me turns up his sleeves give her to me i may break the law a deputation of five men enters they all wear frock coats one carries the velvet-covered address another the loving cup employees look in at the door from the public department tatiana alexeyevna on the sofa and Matutkina in shpuchin's arms are both groaning one of the deputation reads aloud deeply respected and dear andrei andreevich throwing a retrospective glance at the past history of our financial administration and reviewing in our minds its gradual development we receive an extremely satisfactory impression it is true that in the first period of its existence the inconsiderable amount of its capital and the absence of serious operations of any description and also the indefinite aims of this bank made us attach an extreme importance to the question raised by hamlet to be or not to be and at one time there were even voices to be heard demanding our liquidation but at that moment you became the head of our concern your knowledge energies and your native tact were the causes of extraordinary success and widespread extension the reputation of the bank cuffs reputation of the bank oh oh water water the reputation <coughs> the reputation of the bank has been raised by you to such a height that we are now the rivals of the best foreign concerns deputation reputation occupation two friends that had a walk at night held converse by the pale moonlight oh tell me not that youth is vain that jealousy has turned my brain then continues in confusion throwing an objective glance at the present condition of things we deeply respected and dear andrei andreevich lowering his voice in that case we'll do it later on yes later on deputation goes out in confusion curtain end of the anniversary by anton chekhov